Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from January 17th until January 24th. And there is big energy this week that feels like there's something within you that is shifting into a higher gear of awareness and you're seeing a part of your journey in a new light, in a new light of love and acceptance, in a higher understanding of what you've been moving through that has powerfully changed you. This is a week where you could feel a strong mental shift into a higher frequency of understanding that is in direct communication with your soul. There are powerful soul messages coming through as we move through this time in January where we're going to see the sun conjunct Pluto in Capricorn, then both the sun and Pluto enter Aquarius. This is going to be an elevating energy. You could feel like you're being elevated out of your body, out of your sense of self. You could feel like there's something you're elevating out of in your physical reality. And it feels like there's something that has been deeply transformed within us. And I'm seeing it as maybe even something that you didn't even realize you were working through. You didn't realize the bigger cycle, the bigger process, because I'm feeling like the mind is getting online with a higher viewpoint and it's been something you had to live through, which is part of the journey of the earth signs. So right now we have strong energies in Capricorn. This week, we have Mercury in Capricorn, Mars in Capricorn, the Sun and Pluto in Capricorn, and we're going to see Venus enter Capricorn January 23rd. And what this really signifies is how deeply you've had to move through something that maybe you didn't even realize was karmic, that was showing you a part of your energy in ways that you couldn't see or you weren't opening your perspective to until now. It feels like there's something that is landing, like it's landing in our consciousness. It's landing in our awareness. And it has this peak pinnacle energy that changes the story, changes the story in some way. So of course, look at where you have Capricorn energies in your chart, but there's something that is arising in us that is showing us the bigger picture, but also giving you insights into what you had to physically experience in order to elevate, in order to get it, in order to see yourself now in a new light and with a new acceptance of your mastery, of your authority, of what you came to change and shift in this lifetime, not only for yourself, but I'm feeling it as part of our collective contributions to the energies that have been on the planet for millennia. And we had to just trod through it, like trod and plod, and it's slow, and you can only go so fast because there's things you have to sit with. There's things you have to be in. And so there's been a deep immersion experience 
in the Capricorn areas of your life that have also required those powerful transformation energies of Pluto. As we always say, right, as we describe the energetic signature of Pluto, well, Pluto being in Capricorn since 2008-2009 has shown you more about who you really are and it can show you parts of yourself you didn't like, you didn't realize you were perhaps limiting yourself in some capacity. Perhaps it's shown you more of what you came into experience directly through your family lineage because Capricorn is connected to the family axis in the astrology wheel where both Capricorn and Cancer relate to where we've come from, how we've grown up, how we've come to understand who we are in the world and how we show up, how we show up with our own unique energy signature and discover where to place it, how to use it, what needs to be developed for it to be effective and useful. It's the whole, what do I want to be when I grow up energy signature? And that could be heavily influenced by family traditions, by your local community or expectations that you've had on who you are, especially in a family. You could feel like there's things you just always knew you wanted to do in the world. And it is a reflective week here to look at what changes you've been through What areas of your life have permanently shifted as you've also allowed yourself to perhaps be both more than you expected and maybe looking back saying, wow, that is less of what I expected of myself. So I'm feeling this pendulum swing in a reflectionary process around what has shaped you in the world at large, what has formed you, what has revealed more of what matters to you and what you've had to go through in order to arrive at that understanding. And this is a week where I'm feeling like there is something, a pinnacle understanding, a peak moment of clarity, something that again, it feels like Your consciousness has expanded. Our collective consciousness has expanded and we're understanding that it's okay to break free from limitations, from traditions, that it's okay to not stay in one line or one trajectory, that it's in fact essential now to honor more of where you're feeling you're called to go, you know, where that energy is speaking to you whether that is literally or figuratively. And it's where you're feeling called to go that is also a validation of some part of your soul journey. And I'm feeling too like this energy is a breaking free, a breaking out. And it does have a deep karmic energy field around it. I'm seeing like a karmic cage. And that cage could be self-inflicted. That cage could be something that you've been sensing around, okay, this is my work right now. This is what I have to do. I have to take care of this. This is important. This is necessary. And there is an element of that deep responsibility there. But it feels like there's been so much that's been expanding beyond that karmic cage. Now, karmic cage could feel like energies from other lifetimes that you needed to complete in this lifetime. And karma isn't necessarily negative. It's just 
an energy that's come back around. It's that boomerang that is unfinished that we need to take care of. We need to finish it. And so that's what you could feel. It's like I've been in this chapter of finishing a lot of things, finishing more of my own soul assignments that I didn't even realize I had to take care of or that were in front of me. And you could look at the people who showed up or the lessons that presented themselves. You could look at things you've gone through that have dramatically and drastically changed you. And those can be very tough things as well because we can easily personally identify with it. And I feel like part of breaking out of this karmic cage and breaking out of this energy field is extending beyond it to see how it was a necessary chapter for your own growth, your own mastery, your own understanding of energetics, of your spiritual ascension process, perhaps of things you needed to complete in this lifetime. So it wouldn't show up in ongoing lifetimes, which are happening concurrently through other timeline experiences. And I feel like that's why this is so pivotal because I'm seeing a lineup of five, let's call them highway lanes, five lanes of highway, and they represent different timelines of experiences. And each one has a different frequency code. It has a different energy to it. Uh, So you could certainly trust what you're feeling around that. I mean, I'm seeing it as five different colors, but it could be anything. It could be five different themes. And what I'm feeling is that all of these five lanes are converging at a significant ending zone. It's like they're all merging together into one lane and then the energy is cleared. It's it's just cleared. It's it's just gone. There's a refresh. There is a reset. There's something that has been unfolding within us at multiple levels of our being that can be overwhelming and emotional. It can be intense. Could be something that again you didn't realize you were clearing, but I'm seeing it across five lifetimes. Trust whatever you're seeing for yourself. Maybe you're seeing it across 15 timelines, 15 highway lanes. But I feel like this is a week where as that clears out, you have a new awareness around what you've been learning and what we are responsibly claiming in terms of the bigger picture, the the why, which is part of what our mind seeks to understand. Why am I going through this? Why is this coming up? And, you know, then going down the various rabbit holes and tangents related to that to seek understanding. But as both the sun and Pluto move into Aquarius on January 20th, there is this wake up call. There is this sense of, oh my goodness, that's what's been going on, or that's what I was clearing, or that's what I was learning. And I actually feel it as positive, even though it could have a lot of different emotions attached to it. And it's interesting because I'm still seeing this number five, and it feels like it could be, you know, five different lessons or five different energies, five emotions. Uh, The number five is actually connected to Venus and her cycle, the cyclical journey of Venus. So it could be five things related to Venus themes. I mean, certainly trust whatever comes up for you, you know, whatever you're intuitively receiving and feeling. But we are clearing big energies in ourselves right now. And we're starting to feel so different, like open, alive, maybe greater peace, maybe you're feeling lighter, and you don't know why. 
and it's something that is shifting you. Um, I'm seeing rattling, like rattling around, like the energy is rattling. It's unstable. It doesn't know where to land. It doesn't know how to calm itself down. And so that could be something that you're feeling as well this week is how do I calm myself? How do I calm my body, my mind? Because I'm feeling as well that we're downloading some really big new frequencies of support. And we've had to go through a it's like a French press of removal. And you know how you make French press coffee by pressing down on the grounds of coffee. And it could feel like that's been part of the energy as well. It's that pressing down, a compound effect that could feel heavy, could feel depressing, could feel like a lot of weight or burdens. It could feel like anything that's really uncomfortable, but we only grow to the extent of our discomfort. And our discomfort is where we meet the edge of who we are, who we've been, where we're going. It's this edge of self-potential and self-concept. And so I feel like we are individually and collectively at the edge of something that is much bigger than us, that is changing us, that's evolving us, and it has a discomfort with it. And that's also where the nervous system and the mind can go into overdrive in how do I calm this? What do I do with this? It's a lot of energy. It feels very unstable. Uh, one thing that I'm seeing, and I've recommended this before, but you can use the Jin Jitsu finger holds. And I'll put a picture up on the screen here where you can see that when you just calmly hold one finger with your other hand, it helps to move the energy. It helps to subtly and gracefully move it. And each finger is connected with a different emotion. If you're feeling sadness, you would hold your ring finger. If you're feeling fear, you would hold your pointer finger and so on. So do check out this visual imagery or Google it for yourself and know that this is a way to work with whatever might be coming up that could be overloading your system as you complete very big energies that might not be logical or rational. Uh, simply trust your body consciousness, trust what's coming up that you're really sensing and know that it might not be clear to the mind because this is an elevation of energy frequencies that takes time to even grasp. And so we handle it moment by moment, right? We just have to be in this, okay, this is what I'm feeling right now. This is the process I go to, to allow myself to feel calm, to feel safe and to work with the energy intentionally. So this is going to be a week where a lot is moving through us. A lot is unfolding. A lot is happening at higher levels of our being. Now we had in March, 2023, Pluto enter Aquarius for the first time. And so that was back in late March, March 23rd, 2023. And it stayed in Aquarius only until June 12th. And that really opened up the energies. It really brought in more of what Pluto in Aquarius is here to transform. Well, now as Pluto enters Aquarius again, it's with the sun in Aquarius and it's going to go further into the sign. It's going to go to two degrees of Aquarius. And how it unfolds is that January 20th is a really big day. So on January 20th, we have the sun conjunct Pluto 
at 29 degrees, 59 minutes of Capricorn, the very, very, very end. It's like you take one more breath and that's it. No more Capricorn. That is happening at 8.46 a.m. That's Eastern time. So in the morning, then less than 20 minutes later, the sun enters Aquarius at 9.05 a.m. Eastern time. And then Pluto enters Aquarius at 7.50 p.m. Eastern Time. And so we have a big day here on Saturday, January 20th of these energies coming up. So you could certainly already be feeling this, already be sensing it, already be in it. In fact, safe to say you could be in it since last March. And what is going on is there is this huge turnover. It's a big, deep changeover into our next level, into our next version of reality that activates more of our quantum growth potential. So in Capricorn, very linear, steadfast, methodical, you do this. This is the traditional path. These are the rungs on the ladder that you climb to get up to where you want to go. Aquarius, very different, fast moving, chaotic, wants us to grow in leaps and bounds. And this is activating more of the quantum field of potentials. I feel like there's going to be many people who have a sense of I'm a totally different person now. I feel like a different person. And maybe you can't attribute it to one thing or one experience. But again, it could be like these five lanes merging into one and the energy is complete. And you're just realizing I've done a lot of work. I've phased out some things. I've had some really big breakthroughs. I've understand more about who I am and where I come from, more about the karma I was holding in my family lineage, more about what I was expecting of myself or rather not expecting of myself. This is breaking through glass ceilings. This is breaking through those limiting self-perceptions that aren't even useful anymore. And we're going to see it through more big changes individually, collectively, and even in the cosmos because there's so much happening above our heads right now. There's so much going on beyond the Earth's atmosphere, around the energies changing at a galactic level. And here we're feeling it on our little blue and green marble of a planet. And it's also pulsing through us at a cellular level. So we are in a brand new energy field here that is going to require us to step into more of our quantum potential and to know that there isn't going to be the need to do the traditional path or to do something that you thought you would do or that you would stay the course. I mean, this is, again, where people could feel like they're liberated. They just feel free. And this is the energy of revolution and rebellion. Uh, This is where we are breaking out of what the status quo has meant or what we thought it was about. And we are moving into more of ourselves that we came in with to activate. And so the strong Aquarius energies are going to push you into being new parts of yourself, to being different in your self-concept, to moving into 
new areas of understanding what you can experience in this lifetime that maybe you just didn't thought would be possible. Or maybe you had some deeper programming around what you would be moving through in this lifetime. Things you thought you had to leave behind. Like it's not safe for me to bring in this talent. It's not okay to be different. It's not okay for me to open up to this skill set or to trust this part of my spiritual gift. But things can happen overnight. I mean, people are going to be waking up in really profound ways. And it's a bit like sleeping in the dark and then all of a sudden all the lights are on and you're blinded by the light. Blinded by the light, by the rays, the intensity, uh, what's coming in, what's coming through. And it takes time to adjust to that. But there is abrupt change here, abrupt change in even something you've been holding on to. I'm, I'm feeling, this is interesting, I'm feeling a barrier or a boundary that was needed. And it was an energy boundary, perhaps it was a physical boundary. Uh, maybe you created a really powerful fence around your house or something. It's like there's this powerful boundary that you're going to realize, I don't need this anymore. And it's not out of fear. It's like there's something about I'm safer now because I know more of who I am. I'm more of an energy master. And that that boundary provided space to maintain some kind of energy field, almost like a cocoon, almost like, okay, this is needed right now because I can't have my energy interacting with lower energies, with other energies, with the density, with whatever you want to attribute it to, however you want to divide the line. This is something shifting where those boundaries have served a purpose. They've allowed for the growth. They've allowed for something to be right in front of you. I'm seeing it as a spiritual assignment. I'm seeing it as like a soul contract assignment where the boundaries were in place so that you would really focus in and see it. And that is a strength of Capricorn is that, okay, I need to be able to take this on, to focus, to get some things going. You know, Capricorn is about our results, our accomplishments, uh, what we get to the finish line, and we're proud of it. We, we feel that we did a good job. You know, there's an element here of personal dignity and self-respect. And now that energy has elevated to the place where I'm seeing it as being integrated and the boundaries start to fall away and loosen up. And I'm seeing this as like freeing yourself from a restriction, a grudge, an emotional dam, a limiting belief system. This feels like that isn't as needed anymore. Now, keep in mind, of course, I'm speaking in energetics. And so if there are literal boundaries in place that are good for you, that are healthy, then yes, those stay most certainly. So please note that when I'm looking at this, I'm seeing it through the energetics, but there's also boundaries that you could feel are firmly in place that beautifully support you now. And those aren't going away right? Those are traveling forward with you because they are part of how you've stepped into more of your power, your needs, your sense of self, and that energy that is meant to sustain you and fortify you. So those healthy boundaries stay. I think what I'm feeling as I go into this more would be the karmic boundaries or the energies that, again, provided it's like a fortress to be in an experience in an energy to be in that lesson or that assignment. And then when you're done, when you've graduated, it's no longer needed. You know, you're leaving the fortress, you're leaving 
that area because you've done your work there. And this could also be literal, like you're leaving one place and going to another place. You're leaving one position or one job or one area of your life and you're changing into another area that now supports your energy more. Uh, Keep in mind, this can be as simple as changing things around in your house, doing a refresh, resetting the energy in your home, you know, looking at what stays, what goes, because it's in the physical sign of Capricorn, it's connected to our physical reality and where we have items, possessions, walls in our physical experience. So this is a physical turnover of some kind. And you could also be feeling it in your body as well as other parts of your physical reality. So very powerful energies here that we are graduating through. And it's a soul level graduation. It could be really personal. You know, it could be something that only you know at a deep core level of your being. Um, There's also energy here. I feel that there is either a new vow, pledge, or promise that is being made at a soul level that you're really done with something. It's for your best and highest good. You know, you've like, I've closed out that karma. I finished that healing. I went through that emotional experience or I gave my power away. And that's another big theme here is that when we reflect upon how we have given our power away, that can be really great insight into what we aren't going to do again. So there's new wisdom here. There's new energies around what you've lived through that you never want to experience again. And there's something that lands. Like it really feels like it's I'm going to say cemented, it's cemented in to your own core level energy. And I think this is the the vow, the pledge, the promise to yourself, as well as a high level recognition, a high level recognition of, wow, look what I've been through. Look what I moved through. Look at how I've really operated in my life that's taught me so much. So that is one of the big significant energies of this week. And so stay aware of that, of what's coming through for you, what you're receiving, the messages that are landing. And, you know, messages from spirit and from our soul come through so many ways. You know, it can be through overhearing snippets of a conversation. It could be through song lyrics. It could be through a movie or movie quotes. It could be through a download in a dream state. Um, It could be something you read as you're walking down the street, a billboard or a passing sign or something on social media. so forth and so on. So many ways we can be receptive to what we're meant to know right now. And those messages could be really loud. Like you can't get away from them, right? They're like front and center. And one of the most powerful things you can say is thank you. Thank you. Is to have that gratitude, to have that understanding that you recognize what it's been about and It can also connect you with peace. There can be turmoil with this energy. There really can. There can be like that harsh self-reflection. There can be anger. I mean, we have Pluto here. Pluto is rage. Pluto brings up the things we don't like, what we aren't happy about, you know, what we don't like in ourselves or what we're not satisfied with and the deep churning 
of Pluto is highly uncomfortable. And that alone could show you more of what you're changing. And that's also the no going back. And this is a Pluto energy signature where you realize I'm never going to do that again. I'm never going to work in that industry or I'm never going to live in that town or in that area or I'm never going to be involved in those types of choices or I'm never going to be that version of myself again. And that's part of the pinnacle peak energy here of you are expanding your consciousness into higher realms and you're setting yourself free by saying, I'm not going back to that. I'm not doing that ever again. And so we're going to see people making those big life choices, big life decisions, perhaps some declarations, perhaps announcements around choices they're making or what they want to do next, what they're leaving behind. Um, This is something too where it can certainly affect powers that be, people who have a lot of authority. Um, There's energy of a push into looking at is this still true for me? Is this connected to who I am? Um, This is where people announce they're getting divorced or they're breaking up, for example, and they've been together for a really long time. And that could be a shock, right? If it's like, oh, they've been together 20 years and okay, they went through whatever they needed to go through together and individually and jointly in a partnership. Um, This does apply to business partnerships as well, where people could say, okay, we're parting ways. You know, we have different directions we want to go, or uh, the band is breaking up, or the team is being disassembled. You know, there's something here where we're understanding this served its purpose. This is the end of the line. This is as far as this can go. It's run its course. And now I'm moving into a new direction. Although for many people, it's interesting because I don't see it as a direction so much as a trajectory. And I mean that as instead of the energy going straight ahead or breaking left or turning right, I see it going up. Like it's a new trajectory shift, um, similar to when they launch rockets, similar to when there is some kind of liftoff and it's elevating up. And that's how it feels this energy is showing up right now. We've already been in it, honestly, but it's going to pick up the pace here over the next week. Now, looking at Mercury in Capricorn, Mercury in Capricorn has some really lovely aspects this week as it will sextile Saturn in Pisces at four degrees on January 17th and 18th. And then that Mercury in Capricorn is going to trine Jupiter in Taurus at six degrees on January 19th. So this is decision-making, planning, things coming together that you've been sitting with and contemplating since December, back when Mercury went through the retrograde journey. Now Mercury is direct and has cleared the shadow territory. And there's greater certainty of, I need to do the thing. This is what I need to take care of. I need to show up. I need to get it going. Uh, There's greater mental clarity and certainty with this energy. At the same time, we're going to see Venus in Sagittarius squaring Neptune in Pisces at 25 degrees on January 19th. And this is doubt. This is doubt where the mind has certainty and a plan. And Venus squaring Neptune has high hopes and she doesn't want to be disappointed and she wants it to work out. Uh, But there's an energy here of looking at 
well, what could develop or play out, even if it's not exactly how you imagined? There can still be great developments. There can be wonderful things that unfold that might not look exactly as you're planning it or as you're seeing it, but there's something about this energy that can help you identify an illusion or identify something that you've been holding in the back of your heart. Like it's like a hidden a hidden realm in the heart is what it feels like. And it's maybe like a quiet secret, right? Or like a soft ideal or something that's just been there faintly. Now, Venus in Sagittarius is very big, is very much about the big picture and the Pollyanna perspective. And it's going to be all the great things. And yet I feel like there's something here where maybe you're just sensing with the strong earth sign energy, it'll be what it'll be. And I'll be okay. And it'll still be lovely. And it could still be good. There's a healing component here that I'm picking up on as well. And that Venus in Sagittarius might not always understand everything she's healing. But when she interacts with Neptune and Pisces, there's more going on in the emotional body. There's more that she's navigating through that is significant to her soul journey. So something about this energy does feel quite healing especially with Mercury and Capricorn sextiling Saturn and Pisces, and then trining Jupiter and Taurus. This would be a good time for any important conversations, anything that you want to take care of, especially say at work or with a family member, you know, just approaching it as this is what's been on my mind. I wanted to share this with you. I've been thinking things through. Uh, This is what's been coming up on my side of things. The energy is clear. It's confident. And it's not in your face. Like this is not aggressive energy by any means. It's just, it has a certainty to it. And that can be wonderful for progressing something forward, um, for understanding what you need to express or say from a place of authority. And keep in mind with Mercury and Capricorn, there are things that maybe are said that come across as being detached or it's like not aware of how it affects other people because the Capricorn energy can be at the top of the pulpit. It can be at the top of the hierarchy and say things without knowing how it lands, without understanding how it will affect or understanding that, okay, this is something that is important and I need to say it and I want them to hear it, but I have no control over how it lands and how it's received. But If you're coming from, I feel it's like a powerful place of insight, it can be well received and it could be something too. um, I'm feeling this like lay a new groundwork or clear the air. I'm feeling it as something that is a reset, a reset. So if you've had a lot of mental anxiety, a lot going on in your head, you know, look at how you can release that. Maybe it is through conversation with somebody. Maybe it's through just talking to yourself in the car. Uh, Maybe it's through writing things out. But I'm feeling like it's the power of the spoken word, especially in Capricorn. The spoken word is important to move the energy out of the head. So even if you journal, then maybe you read it out loud to yourself and you can hear yourself. You hear your own voice frequency. You hear the words coming out of your own mouth and what that then signifies, like what that means for you as you hear those words. So there's something here about it being very 
beautifully supported um, and just trusting that if you're meant to have a conversation, if there's something you're meant to step up and decide or do, that you could have that energetic clearing over this next week. Venus enters Capricorn on January 23rd. And as she does so, she's going to be in Capricorn along with the other two personal planets. So Mercury and Mars, all three personal planets in Capricorn relate to how we move about our daily life and our daily world. And we know we've already been in Capricorn season. And it's interesting how we now have these three planets in Capricorn after the sun and Pluto both go into Aquarius. So there's still a focal point of energy here of what you need to take care of, feeling like it's an extended Capricorn season, if you will, and perhaps being ready now to focus on things, to say, this is what I'm going to do. Whereas the first part of January might have felt more open, a little bit restless, a little bit like, okay, I need to get this done, but when? I don't know when. And so now the energy could feel that, yes, now it's time. Now I'm going to move through these items on my to-do list. Now I'm able to really make progress, which is something that the Capricorn energies really want. They want the results of the hard work. So there could be things that you're finally ready to take on and it could just feel like, okay, now I've got it. Now it clicks and now I'm ready to complete what I hadn't started yet or even get it done smoother now and then get it off your plate. So with both the sun and Pluto entering Aquarius, it activates bigger Aquarius themes. And I've done some previous podcasts for you on that topic. So that's why I didn't spend a lot of time in this show going into those Aquarius themes. But it definitely relates to the people around you, your friends, who you interact with, who you network with, your social circle, who you hang out with, and how that energy affects you. You know, it's that unconscious exchange of thoughts, of ideas, conversations, the things you have in common with people that could be more evident now. And you might start to realize that there's things that aren't working, that you're on different paths. I mean, I'm seeing this as soul groups breaking up. I'm seeing this as like tribal energies being dismantled. And I'm seeing it almost in a workplace where maybe a bunch of people quit or there's a lot of people who leave a position or they're fired. It's like it's breaking up something because if the energies aren't authentically connected, it's not going to work. And that is part of this theme as well, is that we're digging deeper into our authenticity. Who gets us? Who understands who we are, what we've been through, where we're going? And the truth is, that's really our own individual responsibility. It's nobody else's responsibility to get it, but it's deeply appreciated, right? When someone knows more about your journey and they understand more of what you've been moving through at a personal level. So this could be that groups are shut down, that joint or collective experiences end, that it's necessary for people to go their own way. And so that could be to friendship changes, friendships ending, no longer wanting to be involved in the PTA, not wanting to sign up for certain roles in a community, and so on. It's deep changes in group dynamics. Group dynamics will be shifting as Pluto continues to move through Aquarius and shows us more about what we really care about, what we really enjoy, more of who we really are, and also removing 
those energies that aren't an authentic fit or authentic connection. It's kind of like if you've been feeling like there's a particular friendship or connection that has been a little bit choppy, it hasn't felt like you have much in common anymore. That could be a beautiful message from your soul that it's okay to move on. It's time to move on. And chances are the other person is feeling it too. It can be two-sided and it's not meant to be anything destructive necessarily, but it could just be signifying the energy change. And the more that we can be neutral about that, the better. And that neutrality can be difficult at first, especially if there's history there, if there's a lot that you've gone through together, you've experienced together, uh, it can bring up a lot of deep emotions. So of course, we can't expect ourselves to just be neutral about relational changes and friendship changes. But there's something here that could give you peace of mind that again, this has run its course, or we're just not connecting the way we used to the vibe is off the energy's off. And that's because we're moving in different directions. And there is lift off energy here. As I mentioned earlier, when we look at how people are meant to follow their true calling now they're meant to follow what is really in alignment with them. And that means changes will be happening. So you'll be making changes and other people will be making changes. So we're going to be on both the active and receiving ends of these shifts, but it's also helping us form new soul tribe connections. It's helping us come together with new people and that instant connection, right? Of like, oh my goodness, I've just known you all my life. We've had so many soul experiences together, or there's just this easy camaraderie. There's just a sense of, oh, this is so simple. This is so easy. That's also going to be part of the lift off because you're traveling in the same trajectory. You're on the same frequency wavelength. And I feel too like even if you've had distance or time apart from somebody and they had to do their thing and you had to do your thing, if they got to a certain point where the energy matches, then it's like, oh, we're friends again or oh, we reconnect again. And it's almost like I had this assignment over here in this classroom. You had this assignment over there in that classroom. Class is out. School's out. And now it doesn't feel like there is the separation is needed. It doesn't feel like that assignment is still ongoing or still happening. So we're moving through a lot more of that now. And we're also going to see the truth of people's colors. We're going to see more of who they really are. I mean this in a loving way. I know that often sounds kind of harsh, but it can also be, no, you can see who somebody really is and you can see who you really are. Uh, the Pluto energy reveals, right? It reveals what's been behind closed doors or what the secrets have been or what hasn't been openly disclosed. Uh, but there could be big revelations here around what's really going on for people in your world, in your life, uh, that can be quite surprising and quite jolting. And in fact, it reminds me of a story that I want to share with you quickly here as we close out today's show about revelations in friendships. And this goes back to when I lived in Paris. So this was 2005, 2006. And I was in grad school. And I was in grad school with people from all over the world, as well as many Americans. And I am going to change the descriptive details to protect the guilty, protect both the innocent and the guilty. And there was a woman named, we'll call her Nancy because she was very fancy. Fancy Nancy was always very sophisticated. She would arrive in class rolling in her Louis Vuitton luggage. She had this air of mystery about her. Uh, she was always really well-dressed. 
and we didn't know much about her. And even though, you know, I'd have passing conversations with her and talk with her, there was always a sense of what does she do in her world? What's her life like? Well, it turned out one of the things that she loved or I should say she spent her time doing, was hanging out at this fancy Parisian hotel. It's quite the establishment in Paris. And she would hang out there in the hotel bar, and she really enjoyed interacting with Italian men. So she was oftentimes, especially on the weekends, at this Parisian hotel bar, and she would share some of the things she did very casually, very offhandedly. And it was enough to just kind of pique our interest and ask questions, but she really wouldn't answer the questions. She would just change the topic and that was that. Well, one of our other friends, Sarah, was actually closer to Nancy, Fancy Nancy. And on Sarah's birthday, Nancy invited her to hang out with her at this Parisian bar. So Sarah says, sure, why not? And Sarah also is an American. And the two of them went to this hotel lobby bar. And they were only there for a very short amount of time. Sarah said it was only an hour or so. Like they had one drink and then they went out to dinner. Or perhaps it was the other way around. They went out to dinner, then they went to get a drink. And so when they were in the bar, Sarah never showed her ID She never had to show her passport. And she was observing how Nancy seemed to know a lot of people because Nancy was a regular at this bar. So she knew the bartenders. The bartenders knew her. And Sarah was just taking it all in and being like, wow, okay, this is where she hangs out. This is where she goes. And that's why she knows people. Well, the next day, Saturday afternoon, less than 24 hours after Sarah was hanging out with Fancy Nancy at this Parisian establishment, Sarah's dad calls and says, your name just came through the Interpol database because of where you were last night. Sarah is dumbfounded. She's momentarily scared. Why is my name showing up on Interpol? What is going on? What level of surveillance was happening? And she's like, I never showed anybody my ID. How did they know my name? She had a lot of questions. And so how did her dad know? Well, her dad was a diplomat and there's real diplomats. And then there's diplomats in air quotes. And he was a diplomat in air quotes, meaning we weren't exactly clear on what organization he worked for or worked with, but he had access to Interpol database. And it was one of his coworkers who said, hey, your daughter's name just came up this morning based on where she was last night. So needless to say, this changed their friendship. And when Sarah asked Fancy Nancy more about it, she didn't get a lot of information. In fact, there was more she got from her dad than from Nancy directly. But it changed the course of their connection. And Sarah decided to stay away from hanging out with her because she didn't know what was going on, what was involved, what was happening, who were these people, you know, was there a bigger operation here that was underway? And so that permanently changed their friendship. Because as the saying goes, friends don't put friends in the Interpol database. So as Pluto moves into Aquarius, there's going to be new things around. What are my friends doing? What are they doing after hours? Who are they hanging out with? And then of course, what do I want in friendship? What does friendship mean to me now 
at this part of my life? What do I need from other people that is good for me, that supports me, that's good for my body, my heart, my mind? It's looking at the way we connect with others and deciding what is authentically me? Where do I feel supported and valued and truly seen without having to be someone I'm not? And so if there's people around you who are pretending to be someone they're not, Pluto and Aquarius will bring that up and will reveal that as we move into these energies even more. So I'm wishing you a beautiful start to Aquarius season, especially with Pluto moving into Aquarius. And next week, big energies next week with the Leo full moon. I have that video for you on YouTube. Please check it out as it is a breakthrough energy. Anything connected to your heart, your power, your strength, your creative force is ready to break through and level up. And we're also going to have Uranus stationing direct, which means that all planets will be direct as we close out January. So we'll talk more about that next Wednesday. I hope you feel a beautiful liftoff in your energy. I hope you feel clearing out. I hope you feel new certainty and new powerful energies rising up in you as we continue on through this very dynamic journey of energies. You can find all kinds of free astrology videos on my YouTube channel, so be sure and check that out, especially if you're looking to learn more about astrology or understand more specifics in your chart. And if you're looking to go deeper into your chart, be sure and check out my two courses on how to read your progress chart and how to read your solar return chart. Both of these are next level astrological energies that really support what you're moving through in this lifetime as well. Have a beautiful week ahead and I will see you back here every Monday and Wednesday. Take good care.